everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Tatiana. Hi, Emma. Hi, Journey listeners. Thanks for having me today. Tatiana, I'm so glad you're here. And we just met today and I was looking at your name and I thought, man, this is going to be tricky to introduce her. I don't know how to pronounce it. But then your last name. But then you started explaining that you're from Bolivia. Mm-hmm. So tell us tell us a little bit about this. What is your last name? Yes, um, it's complicated. So I have two last names. The first one is Pozo, and then the so. other one is Fiorillo. So the first one is my dad's last name, and the second one is my mom's. Okay. Um, so I have to legally always have both last names, which makes it confusing because people always think that Pozo is my middle name, and I don't have a middle name. So okay, but that's how you do it in Bolivia traditionally. Yes. So you, you're, that's where you're from. Yes. Tell us a little bit about how you came to know the Lord. Yeah. So I spent um, half my life here in the U.S. and half my life there. Um, I grew up Catholic. Um, I had a pretty workspace mentality. Um, I knew of God, um, but I did not know Him personally mm-hmm. or Jesus. Um, and I believed in God, but I just didn't know what it would look like. Um, to be in heaven or what I needed to do to be in heaven. That was my thought, that I needed to earn my way to go to heaven. And um, I did not know the gospel. I didn't know what the gospel meant. Um, So in 2014 is when I um, started to get to know the Lord um, through my mom's diagnosis. Um, She got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in 2014. And at that point, were you in the States? Were you in Bolivia still? I was here. I was okay. here in Dallas. Um, my parents were still back in Bolivia. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, so just walked with my mom through learning about the diagnosis mm. and going through treatments. Um, and the last year of her treatments is when a faithful pastor from Bolivia and his wife, um, while we were in Bolivia, um, came to our home and just started sharing about Jesus um, to us and to my family. Um, and my mom had had a relationship with the Lord uh, okay. long before this. So she was the first believer in my family. Um, and yeah, we just had kind of Bible studies in our living room where um, my mom's friends would come to learn about Jesus and learn about the Bible. Um, so it was really such a sweet moment to see just ministry done through my living room, through what we were going through, through what my mom was going through. Yeah, um, as a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so— um, my whole family, my other two sisters and my dad, we came to know the Lord. Uh, we accepted Jesus as our um, Savior. And um, yeah, it, it was hard. It was a really hard season. Um, but um, saw the Lord's hand through it all. Um, and yeah, Luke 22 is kind of one of those prayers where my mom really related to that. Um, and she related to Jesus in those moments before he endured the cross. Um, so grateful for that. And once I, my mom came to meet the Lord in 2016, um, and then I moved back to, to Dallas um, after that. And I was at work one day. Uh, so you're a nurse. Yes. You Did you originally come to the States for your studies? Is that what brought you here? Yeah. So I moved okay. here to do um, undergrad. Um, and then I stayed after that to work um, as a nurse and then went back to school, got my master's. Um, and now I'm a nurse practitioner. I work in the neonatal ICU. 
Okay. So you're at work one day. Yes, I'm at work one day uh, where I currently work right now. And I just heard the word watermark. It was not related to any, like I wasn't a part of a conversation. I, all I could remember was I was walking through a hallway and I just heard some other people having a conversation and the word watermark just stuck out to me. So I just Googled it, Um, Googled watermark and then came through the website and just kind of like being curious, I just started scrolling through the ministries and came along uh, GriefShare. So read GriefShare, read a couple of the testimonies that were there and I just emailed them and I just said, hey, uh, my mom um, went to meet the Lord uh, two and a half years ago or two and a half months ago and um, I just need help. And with grieving. So they emailed me back and they said, yeah, come come over and uh, we start next week. And I just joined GriefShare through that. So that's amazing. That's how I ended up here. And now you serve at Watermark Health in the clinics. Yes. But I know you said that today's chapter, Luke 22, specifically stuck out to you in relation to your story. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Yeah. So Luke 22 was one of those passages that I don't I didn't really choose it. It It, Yeah, it was one of those few left, and the Lord said, you're going to do this one. Yeah, so I read it, and I was like, okay, Lord, I see see what you're doing. Um, But yeah, I think just Jesus' prayer um, in the Mountain of Olives um, is is something that I heard my mom pray. And um, in in faith and in submission, uh, as she related to Jesus, and it was just such a sweet moment to see how Jesus relates to all of us, and and yet the Lord brings comfort and um, strengthens us in the same way that He strengthened Jesus when He was suffering. Uh, he prayed um, one of the hardest prayers, and He endured what He knew was what was going to happen. And you're speaking specifically to, I'm assuming, um, verse 42, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I think just the comfort that comes from that, knowing that in in life's many troubles and tribulations, Jesus can relate and Jesus knows. I mean, nobody suffered like him mm-hmm. and yet he um, he endured it all because being willing to obey the Father and pay for our sins on the cross and offer salvation to any who would believe in him. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. I know you've got some other verses noted down. Was there anything on that sheet that you wanted to share? Yeah, I think just um, Psalm 27 uh, was part of my story as well. It's just the, some of the verses there that uh, were near to me in me as a daughter going through my mom's diagnosis mm-hmm. and knowing that I also was comforted by the Lord and that in a way that this same prayer was a prayer that I also prayed. And um, But yeah, just in Psalm 27 where it says, Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Um, in verse 13, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. Mm. That's so encouraging, Tatiana. Thank you. Yeah. You got another one? Me I too. see you flipping. Yeah. In Hebrews four fifteen, for we do not have a high priest who's unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Mm, that's uh, one of my favorites. That's a good one. Yeah. It's been so comforting. And I think that's the one thing that 
Um, as a believer, I just hold on to the Word of God, um, knowing that it does bring comfort, and it, it comes from a place of love, and it comes from a pa- place of just love, I think. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I'm guessing we're about out of time. But um, Tatiana, I'm so encouraged. I'm like, I want to put your name in for the Watermark News. Have you ever done that? You know, on Sunday mornings, the stories they hand out? <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to recommend you. Um, <laughs> But thank you for sharing, and I'm just so encouraged by your dependence on the Lord in the midst of a lot of hard, and I'm sure it still at times continues to be hard. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm grateful for your demonstration of faith in the midst of that. So. Uh, no, thank you for allowing me to be here. Um, if I may add, maybe one more thing. So sure. I think the clinic has been such a great place to be able to share the gospel and yeah. relate to people who come in. Uh, with grief too, um, many patients who come finding healing, physical healing, but we then get to meet them emotionally and spiritually as well. Um, and just relating to them with my grief, relating to them with immigration as a part of my story, um, has just been a sweet place to to meet them with the love that Jesus met us. And you can serve at the clinic even if you're not, you don't work in medicine, right? Yeah, yeah. Front desk, pastoral care. Um, there's always. A need, um, and we're always grateful for people who come and jump in to serve with us. In Absolutely, ministry. yeah. I'll link the uh, website in the description below. So if you're looking for an area of service, check out the clinic. That's all we've got time for. But as always, Tatiana, thank you, and I am so glad we're on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.